I'm Ben. I'm Megan. And we are Expecting Twins. Join us each week as we talk about twin stuff from how our babies are doing to helpful tips everyone can use. Welcome to the Twinning Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Twinning Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Megan. And it's a day late and we apologize. Yeah, we tried yesterday and... I smoked you out of the house. Yeah. (laughs) Something in the oven, I don't know. It's still up for debate on what happened. (laughs) But today's Wednesday um, and the girls today are seven weeks old. They are. Seven weeks old. Yesterday, was it yesterday our appointment? Yes. Okay, so we had our two-month checkup last week, yeah. or yesterday, and it was a week early, but it was when they were able to get us in, um, and the girls are doing well. They are. And I guess I could tell people they weigh six pounds, 12 ounces. Yes. Each. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised by that? Yeah, I thought Harper would be a little heavier. Why'd you th- why would you think that? Because she feels a little heavier. I mean, everybody has been saying that, too. Yeah. She just, she likes to eat a little more than Charlotte. <laughs> She'll do that extra ounce. Yep. If That's it's, good. If it's, if it's there. But I'm actually surprised that they're as light as they are. I thought they would be seven, at least seven pounds. Oh, okay. Between seven and eight. Well, Charlotte gained an ounce a day. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. It's got to be pretty good. I think she's eating 20 ounces a day, so she's eliminating 19 ounces a day based on that. There you go. Eliminating, a.k.a. peeing and pooping. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, That is very interesting. And so what they're eating lately is they've been, since they've been in the NICU, they've been on this NeoSure 22 calories. Um, formula. It's a f- special formula for premature babies. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what we got, like a nice uh, multiples package from Similac last week that we talked about. We did. And we are still on this. I'm going to move this. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. Okay. Um, there, we're still going to be on this NeoSure 22 calorie for the next couple weeks. Yep. Until we're finished. I'm not going to be too to the tea on it because we have some left here. I'm not going to buy any more of it. Yeah, I feel like we've bought enough of it already. Yeah. Um, with, and so they gave us some tester formulas to try out in two weeks to see, and it's some stuff that's lighter on the baby's belly. Yeah. But did you notice it's light, less calories too? So it's 18 calories per yep. ounce. All formula is a less calories than the NeoSure. That was why, that's one of the reasons they put us on it is because they wanted them to gain weight. So do we have to then give them more food? No, I don't think so. Cause I don't know. I asked, remember I asked the doctor yesterday is, tw- you know, cause they're eating around 20 ounces. Is that normal? She's like, well, that's a little bit more than we would expect most newborns, but okay. they've been eating for a while. So See, I don't I thought, know that I'm necessarily concerned about feeding them more yeah, or thought, the lower calorie count. I thought she had said something about you'll have to supplement or have to make sure they eat a little bit more to supplement that lost mm, calorie. I think you're just making that up in your head. No, I thought she said something, but we'll see. I mean, because we have a checkup in four weeks and if... Yeah. Um, if they're not gaining weight, they'll put them right back on the Neo shirt. Yeah, so. but I mean, if you think Charlotte's gained ten, she gained ten ounces or eleven ounces, and yeah. 
11 days and they've been consistently gaining a half a pound a week. Yep. So as long as they stay on that schedule, I'm sure they'll keep them on the... Even, I don't, I guess I don't know. Are babies supposed to gain a half a pound a week after they're born? Yeah. I don't know what's normal. I mean, that seems, I don't know. They're still tiny. I mean, my mom was like really shocked that I weighed 17 pounds at four months. So if I think four months, I was born at eight pounds. That's nine pounds in four months. That's it's about two pounds. Two pounds a month. Yep. So that's so that's about a pound a week. week. But I was a big baby, so maybe a half a pound a week is not what they should be. um, But they still got to catch these babies up to. Other babies as well. Yeah, but they're close to seven pounds at their mm-hmm. birth date. Like, that's an average baby. That is. Okay. And they seem to have grown about two inches as well, lengthwise. Yep. Oh, they're, what, nine point, 19.75 yeah. inches or something like that. So, going on those percentiles that everyone talks about, the where their baby is on the percentile chart, ours on the premature... Um, chart are right around what 19 or 20 percentile for weight yeah for weight yeah and then for length they were i can't remember what the it was right smack dab in the middle for charlotte and harper was no for harper and charlotte was because she's a quarter of an inch shorter was like at the bottom end of the spectrum yeah she's like eight percent eighth percentile yeah for a quarter of an inch all of her weight is in her cheeks yeah So I thought that appointment went really well yesterday, um, given the fact that we slept in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we almost missed the appointment. Which is like fortunate, something that most parents of newborns probably mm-hmm. don't have an issue with. But our babies were sleeping, and so we kept sl- sleeping, and yeah, we didn't. We had a little. That's mix up. not. A, we're not. That's not an issue. I would have gladly missed that appointment if those mm-hmm. babies would. Yeah, it would have been horrible if we had had to done two appointments. Though it would have sucked. Yeah. Um, because the the main gist of this appointment was to get the vaccinations. Yes. And so they had, what, three shots and one oral. Correct. How do you think that went? Um, well, the oral part went fine um, because we were starving one of our kids, evidently, beforehand. Well, you... Got off the phone and said, we got to go to the doctor's now. So I pulled the bottle out of Charlotte's mm-hmm. mouth and I'm like, well, she had maybe half an ounce. <laughs> um, the shots went fine. I mean, it's always sad to watch your babies cry. Yeah. Um, and, but they stopped crying pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and now a day later, I haven't noticed too much gripiness or anything. Yeah. I mean, they're still, I don't know if the, I feel like they're any sleepier. Yeah. I hope that last night them sleeping through the night was not because of the shots and was more because of our schedule. Our schedule. Mm-hmm. We'll see tonight. Yeah. So speaking of the schedule, then let's talk about that. So last week, let's just say the let's, going through last week from Sunday to Saturday, I was probably up to four or five a.m four out of those nights and then you would relieve me during those nights and so we just knew that and that wasn't planned i'm not not that big of a pain in the rear no i was trying to we were trying to do the whole one per one person feed both Mm -hmm. babies to let the other person sleep and 
it just got to the point where they were just wide awake at three in the morning, screaming wide awake. And I couldn't, I tried to put them down to go to sleep and they pop right back up. Um, it was almost like we fed them espresso, not formula. Mm-hmm. And so we've been just doing our research and you found some information about what to do for like, as far as like bedtimes and. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the big things they say is get them on a routine at night. So, you know, you kind of do the same thing before you put them down, put them to bed. I, I hate saying put them down. It just sounds like morbid. Sending them to the field. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're up all night. Time to send them to the farm. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, cause we were just basically feeding, feeding them and then putting them to bed and yeah. kind of like letting them dictate. But yeah, we was- wanted to try to get on a better schedule because you go to back to work next week. I go back to work in five weeks. Yep. So we've got to figure something out. And it's not feasible for us to be up every single night till 4 no. a.m. And I know there's going to be nights where we're up till 4 or 5 a.m. But we need to get that down to a very minimum. Yep. And so tell, why don't you explain what we're doing right now? So we are, we feed them on the three. So three, six, nine, twelve. Um, so at their 6 p.m. feeding, we, we, first we change them, then we change their clothes and then feed them. Yep. And then we, and we turn the lights down. Whoa. Yeah. We, yeah. All of the lights in our house are low. Um, that was one of the things I recommended. Keep the lights at what you want them to be. Um, when in the middle of the night. Yeah. Where they're sleeping. Yep. So we turn the lights down. Um, really at six. Yep. Um, and we're fortunate right now that it's dark outside. Right. Right. And hopefully by the time the, you know, it starts getting light about that time, it'll, they'll, it'll be easier for them to sleep through the night. Well, we can always tint their windows or something. <laughs> right. Or our curtains. Shut the curtains. Yeah, we could do that too. No <laughs> details. Okay. Um, so then we'll feed them and read them. We read them a book. Yeah. And then sang them socks and went to bed. Yep. Put them to bed, I guess. Yeah. And so now they're, it's, you know, 7.30 right now at yeah. night. They're both sleeping, knocking on wood. Yep. And we'll wake them up at nine. Yep. And we'll, feed them. Yep. And then at nine o'clock, once they go back to sleep, we'll just let them sleep through the night or let them sleep as long as they can. So last night they, they probably went back to sleep at, like oh, one of the things we're doing at the nine o'clock feeding is we're changing them into an overnight diaper because they, when we change their diaper, they get really sassy. Yeah. Um, so last night we did that and didn't have to change their diaper in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. We'll change it obviously if they've crapped it, but yeah. And that is kind of a prime pooping time for both of them. But mm-hmm. if we can catch it either at the beginning or the end of it, yeah. Okay, so nine o'clock we changed them into their overnight diaper, and then I mean last night I think they we did the feeding and all of that in like a half an hour, forty minutes, and we were in bed. Mm-hmm. They were in bed, and they got up at. 140 so they slept for four hours mm-hmm. yeah and, and then, that was awesome yep yeah, and then in the middle of the night we were able to do the feeding pretty quickly and um they slept another you know four and a half hours, hours. after that mm-hmm. and what we've been doing 
because warming the formula can be kind of a pain in the rear because that can take 15 minutes, 20 minutes to warm mm-hmm. the formula up. Um, we have dry formula for the night where we are pre-measuring it out and all we have to do is add water. And so we've been using this, uh, gallons of i don't know is it distilled water or baby just water just baby water i don't know what the difference is it's new water mm-hmm. um and so we take that and it's room temperature already so it's all ready to go mm-hmm. i just whoever d- changes the first diaper is that what we've been doing or whoever's i can't remember one of us changed the diaper yeah. so, so the bottles are ready by the time we're both sitting down yeah on the couch. so whomever whomever changes the first diaper the other person makes the bottles mm-hmm and then it, that makes it so you can just, oh, we're not even changing the diapers, though. But we do, like, at 9 o'clock. At 9 o'clock, yeah. Yeah. And so it's just been easy to try to prevent as much crying as possible, because I feel like that is what wakes, just riles them up. Yeah. That's, like, kind of what fires their body, little bodies up and their heart mm-hmm. heart rates. Um, and so it's, you know, they're still sleepy, but you put that nipple on the bottle right next to them, they're hungry already. You know? Yeah. So they're going to eat. Yep. Yeah. And then we burp them a couple times and put them down. Ooh, that's weird. Remember like a few weeks ago or a few months ago when we saw that oh. leash outside and I was like, we were doing this podcast and I was like, there's like random lightsabers out there. Now like, there's like floating lights out yeah, there. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. With people walking by our door with our headsets and microphone in front yep. of us. Yep. <laughs> um, And so what do you... Why don't you explain what we do when they cry at nighttime now? Oh, also, let's let's beep, 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 back this truck up. Let's explain what we did with them, too. (laughs) (laughs) We separated them. Yes, we did. We put them in different rooms because of them. When one of them starts crying, the other one wakes up, right? Mm -hmm. So there was a day last week where it was about 45 minutes of screaming when one was screaming for 15 minutes and then all of a sudden they woke up the other one. While that other one fell asleep. And then 15 minutes later, she woke back up screaming. Yeah. So your pediatrician probably wouldn't recommend you putting a baby in a room that you were not in. But my our mental sanity is yeah. um, important. And we kind of talked to the pediatrician yesterday about it, too. And You know, it's these small little choices we have to make yeah. that we're fortunate enough to be able to make. You know, we like she said, we don't have to worry about famine or malaria or... Um, natural, like huge, like your house falling down or anything like that. But there's small things like this and we're alternating the babies. We have a baby monitor in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and the baby monitor has the vocal microphone right on in the speaker. Right. Uh, so for the most part, we, I think it's working. I mean, who yeah. knows? Maybe I'm in, a, yeah. I'm in that REM sleep and don't hear any. Yeah, but, that reminds me. I didn't even turn on the rock and play for Harper today. Oh, you didn't? She's just sitting there. I I have Harper or whoever Sharper's is going on. <laughs> She's just laying here, just relaxing, sleeping. <laughs> so when we put the babies down, sometimes they're like falling asleep. Sometimes they are not asleep. You know, that's like the act of sleep or whatever mm-hmm. you call it, where their eyes are wide open, but they're yep. fine. That was one of the things I said is, you know, you when you put them to bed, you don't want them to be asleep. You want them to be, like, drowsy, basically. Mm-hmm. And then they'll soothe themselves to sleep. Yeah. And so, what happens when they wake up in the middle of the night? What do you do? Or what are what have you been trying 
like a new method. So one thing they recommend is you don't pick them up. Just kind of soothe them and walk away. So what I was reading is, you know, you let them cry for five minutes. And if they don't soothe themselves, because they've got to learn how to do that. Yeah. You will go soothe them without picking them up and then walk out of the room. And how are you soothing these babies? I pat them. Where? On their head or on their belly? or their, mm-hmm. I've never seen you do it. No, so. I just kind of, I mean, they're usually laying down, so I'll just pat them on their belly. Okay. Um, I've, I've done the nook, you know, yeah. like I'll put the nook in the face. And- yeah. I always feel like, especially when, you know, with the wind laying right by my bed, it's dark enough in our room that I can't really see their mouth. So I'm like trying to shove the, the, the pacifier into their nose or something like that. Um, or that rock and play is moving and you can't yeah. see anything. <laughs> so you like hit, a, hit one nostril, nostril and then you hit another nostril. And then you're poking it in her nose and we're wondering why she's sick. It's like, oh, she just licked her own snot. And <laughs> maybe that's not Harper's. And... Yeah. Um, but yeah, so for the last few nights that we've been trying this strategy. Um, well, last night was the first night we really tried the strategy. Oh, uh, no, no, it is. This was a second night. We tried the padding. So tonight, in my definition, is the night. We'll see if this strategy works, because that will be three nights in a row, mm-hmm. or if we need to tweak something. But I think it's working well. My only cautionary part of it is the baby monitor, because I don't want to turn up the volume loud enough where we make sure we hear the screaming, because mm-hmm. these girls grunt and moan and... Oh yeah, eh, eh, eh. yeah, and that's partly why we moved. Passed out frat boy or something. Yeah, it's and it's it gets to a point where you you can't sleep. Yeah, but we want to make sure it's loud enough so I hear when she's screaming. Um, and you have a white noisemaker in our bedroom, so I gotta. It's like almost like if you notice, I have to sleep facing the monitor because I need to make sure I hear. The thing, and I can op- also open my eyes and see it because it it'll have it has like across the top a bunch of lights, and if it hits the red light, that means there's a loud noise in there. Mm-hmm. I wish we could set that up to something like shock me or vibrate the pillow or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> that might like cause a heart attack or something. I was wondering here, is there? Oh, there isn't. I was wondering if there was a a headphone jack to it. No, but remember there's an app so you can put it on your phone. Yeah, maybe I'll try to work on that tomorrow. Yeah, but do you want to wear headphones to bed? But if it's quiet enough, because it's the only sound... Yeah, but the that only would sound... hurt your ears. I mean, that would hurt my ears. I'm not wearing headphones to bed. I'll wear those like buds or something. But um, yeah, I think hopefully this works. I mean, that was... Last week was awful week when I came to sleeping. Yep. And I... These last few nights have been perfectly fine. We're both waking up and doing the feedings, but it's working fine. Yep. I feel like I'm getting enough sleep. Yep. So let's go back to, I'm sorry, I'm going to derail your conversation, but let's go back to the whole feeding. So you had mentioned that you, we were trying to feed one, like one person was getting up in the middle of the night to do the feeding and you ended up being up late. So we kind of stopped that. Yeah. Um, Just for the time being. Yep. Because we, 
Um, we got to figure out something yeah. where that works for both of us. Yeah. So we started instead of using the boppies because they're still a little little for to prop themselves up on the boppies. I mean, mm-hmm. it works. It works for you. Yeah. I didn't want to say that. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't. Like, I put the baby in there, and she, like, just morphs into, like, a little, like, pile of baby <laughs> at the bottom of this boppy. Yeah. She's kind of, like... mom touch. Like, <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm just, like, looking up, and there's, like, knees, belly, and chin within a matter of, like, five inches of each other, like, just all scrunched together. Oh, like, my goodness. So, yeah, like, you were the one that recommended we try the bouncer also yep because we got that fisher price bouncer yep and so you tried that yeah this evening what do you think i liked it because it held the head in place right for the most part because it's like kind of curved mm-hmm. um, kind of holds it in there i think next time i'll make sure i put a bib on her but she wasn't even drooling as much or like yeah. slobbering or anything like that so i thought it went i thought it was fantastic yeah and so did you have a tip for today? couple tips, but yeah. Okay. Well, why, don't, why don't we throw like a mid-episode twin hack? Yeah. Mom derailed the... Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So I think I fed them probably by myself maybe a couple more times than you have. And I'm certainly not an expert at, at it. But one of the things that I've found helpful is I like to have everything right near me. So I like to have... You know, one thing I do is I don't usually change them before, but I um, will change them after because changing them riles them up and I want them to be able to eat and then I can suit them. But I like to have everything kind of around me on the floor. So I have my changing um, station and I have my bottles and my bibs and the burp cloths and then the boppy and the bouncer. And I have all of that kind of sitting in a horseshoe shape. Mm Mm-hmm. Before I get the babies out of their cribs or their rocking place. So you like set up your own yeah, station. Ready I, set to it, I set it all up ahead of time to make it a little bit easier for me. So that's kind of my tip to you is if you're going to try to do this, try to make sure you're planning ahead and making sure you have everything within arm's reach. So you're not getting up midway through a feeding yeah. and grabbing something. I really... I. I know I mentioned this yesterday. I really think we should record a video of you doing it because I think this would help out other. I know there's quite a few listeners that are in their final like stages, the last trimester of their mm-hmm. twin pregnancy are going to want to know this. Mm-hmm. Um, else they might be sitting where we are, kind of like, what do you do? Yep. Um, and I know there's a lot of good things out there, like good, useful tools once they get to a point where they maybe can hold their bottle or at least support their own head for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, I think it works the way you're doing it. It's working great. Mm-hmm. I think a video would be super helpful. Just one more thing for us to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, uh, when I walked in that one day, I walked in, you had the stuff sitting in front of you. You had the sheepskin behind you. You had the changing pad to the left of you. And I was wearing the... Um, <laughs> and you were wearing the body wrap yeah, to the, hold the baby. the boba wrap because if one of them starts crying, I can just throw them in the wrap. Oh, that works out well. Yeah. So, sorry for that. No, that's fine. Interjection there. No, that's good. And I think people listen to that type of stuff and enjoy hearing how we're doing it. So, other things we did this week, 
we went to a couple of restaurants. We went out to eat with my parents, mm-hmm. the baby's first bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yesterday. And, oh, the one, tell him about the yeah. cool thing with the high chairs there. So I think I took a picture of this. I might, if I did, I'll put it in the, on the, our blog or whatnot, like the blog posts, the show notes for this. But what this place did, it was a, what would you call that place? Like a, one of those like new like brew pubs. Yeah, or it was just like a that. brew pub. And they have these high chairs and one of they our- They call it a public house. A public house, but <laughs> hipster thing. Um, one of our friends had told us about this too and I just couldn't figure out what he meant by it. But what they do, we walked in there, we had like, we need a table for four adults and then places to put our two babies in car seats. And they're like, that's fine. We have, you know, do you want car? You, what did they say? Do you want a... You want high chairs? High chairs. And I'm like, well, we need to put use the car seats. He's like, that's fine. And so we get to the table and he takes these regular wooden high chairs, the ones that you see at almost all the restaurants, flips them over. Next thing you know, he's like, you can put them right there and they fit in the base of the high chair mm-hmm. where they're even angled in perfectly. Yep. So like basically where the legs of the high chair, high chair are... They that holds fit a, in there. Yep. Yep. My only word of caution for is, people, they yep. are top heavy. Yep. It is a little wobbly. Yep. Like, sure. um, so, but to the point where we just had, um, the, we just had the car seat actually like kind of like, so it was just like butted up to the table. Mm-hmm. I mean, the baby was like sitting there facing me. That's all it was. And that's all we needed. It wasn't dangerous or anything. No. Like that. So, um, yeah, I thought that worked out well. And then yesterday we went out. We are just kind of in a going. Where were we? We had the, oh, we had your doctor's appointment, mm-hmm. and after your doctor's appointment, they we are going to the daycare to fill out the like put the deposit down and whatnot. And we were starving, so we stopped at Chick Fil A, and there we are able to put the each car seat on one side of the booth, which was nice because mm-hmm. I I think I tried where we're at Red Robin and it wouldn't fit. Okay. Yeah, and I so, didn't try it there. Well, I was, yeah. But I definitely, if you have a Chick-fil-A, super kid-friendly. I mean, the man, one of the managers came up, like, talking about the babies. I think we had, like, three or four employees stop mm-hmm. by to see the babies. We had to feed the babies at Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Which was interesting. Yeah. We got up to work out. Yeah. They don't like, like chicken. I was, like, feeding a baby and eating my chicken at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, I thought I definitely would go back there again with the babies. Yeah. Um, Maybe on a trip. Yeah, if we're driving somewhere. It was like probably the first time I've eaten fast food, not on a trip. Oh, yeah. (laughs) In a long, long time. But that fry sauce is so good. (laughs) Um, So I'm I'm glad this is working out for us. And I think we're going to go out to eat. Maybe once before I go to work or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe next weekend, you know, make that a weekend Saturday thing. Um, maybe get, maybe go to brunch at Daisy. Oh, she likes to push me at these places. <laughs> um, that's one of our favorite breakfast places. Yeah. I think it would work out there. I do too. Um, so I think, you know, I'm happy that we're able to go out. We've went out a lot. It seems like today was like the only day we didn't take them out in a, in a while because we've been real. Well, we had an ice storm here. We didn't really go out much, but we went to the doctor's appointment. We went to see my mm-hmm. aunt and my grandma, 
We went and saw um, my parents. We went and saw your work, yep. which was great. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow you're talking about, we're talking about going to your work. Yep. Which will be all right. I just like, I'd rather stay away just a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. No, I think it'll be good. And I work with a bunch of elderly people and I think they'll be happy to see some little mm-hmm. kids as long as they keep their paws off of them. Mm-hmm. Um, just kidding. Bring the Purell. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll go see my grandma again later this week. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just something that really, the one thing we've both noticed is if you have like great grandparents or your grandparents, they really do light up. Yeah. I mean, my parents light up, your mom lights up, but my grandma really lights up. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's very important for the, her to see them. Yeah. Because they're so perfect. Mm-hmm. They are so perfect. They're little fingers. Yeah, they're little fingers, they're little fingernails. Toes. They're like little dots. Yeah, and I'm like, those little fingernails <laughs> dig into your chest or they start pulling on your beard. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So, but yeah, I think that's all I had for today. I wanted to, um, we did also, if I kind of briefly mentioned it, we did put our deposit down on our daycare. Mm-hmm. So that'll be good that that's finally set up and yep. done yep for a couple days a week for them yep um my tip my twin <coughs> hack okay i don't even know Shoot. if it's a twin hack the twin hack Man. is your feeding got a cough sorry guys <coughs> but my tip is the vacuum cleaner because i am amazed like these kids are not walking they're not even crawling and i'm amazed at how dirty our house is getting um and so we were we bought this vacuum before the babies came right we, yeah. Pretty much right before. And so we had a vacuum, but it was a loud old... I mean, I was just talking to my mom today about it. it I bought that right after I graduated from high school. So that vacuum is like 16 years old. And... Damn, you're old. <laughs> um, and so we went... And I definitely... I mean, we didn't splurge or anything like that. We got just a regular vacuum, but it was something I... You know, I was able to vacuum yesterday while you're out at the gym mm-hmm. while the babies were sleeping. It didn't wake them at all. Yep. I was able to clean up and it just made it feel a lot much, a lot fresher, mm-hmm. which I think helps out, especially when you are housebound for the majority of the day because of the yep. ice storm. Yep. Um, and then the other tip was the lighting, which we already talked about. Just yep. keep your lights down. Well. Yep. And so. One thing, I'm going to throw another little quote unquote segment in here. You didn't know about this. But one thing I want to talk about are like things that we've tried, like products we've tried and maybe liked or didn't like. So I'm going to go to the bottles that we're using, right? Yeah. So we tried a few different bottles. We got some bottles at the the um, NICU, mm-hmm. and they did well with those, right? But the flow on them was a preemie flow. And we had a whole bunch of other types of bottles that we had tried. So, um, what, what bottles were we? Are you okay? Hold on. Let's, I don't want you to speak through this. So the speech therapist yeah. recommended we'd go from regular bottles that yeah, you and just, me regularly talk about. We went, that's fine. We can name drop because we're not paid by them at all. Um, uh, we went, they speech therapist recommended we go to these Dr. Brown's bottles. Right. Just like the natural flow bottles. Yep. And they're the ones, they were the ones like the, they have a thousand pieces to each bottle. Yep. They have a thousand pieces, but they're like, like they're tall. They're the four ounce bottles, but they're taller and thin. Tall and narrow bottles. Yep. 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 So the nipple kind of looks like a normal nipple that you've seen. 
But a lot of these bottles you see out there, they're like fat and they have like, what do you think? A normal nipple you've seen. Well, I guess that depends on the nipples you've seen in your <laughs> lifetime. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, but a lot of the bottles you're seeing right now are kind of like they're, they're shorter and they're fatter and they've got like, um, a more, fat nipple, a fat nipple, like a wide, wide, regular nipple, nipple fat areola. Yeah. That's right. That's kind yeah, of what I we're mean, talking about. It's, I think it's kind of like, Maybe for to mimic what the breast looks like. I don't know, but yeah. So wide mouth. Yep. So we were gonna try some of those. So we tried Munchkin bottles, which they are like supposed to reduce colic and everything. We think that may. I personally that think that may have been what caused all hell caused, to break like colic like yeah. symptoms. Yeah. Um. So we're not using those anymore. Yeah. Um. And. Those I'm, might be a giveaway in the near future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they may work. They probably work for some babies. They did not work for ours. So then we have, we decided we needed maybe a few more bottles than the four that we had, right? Yeah, just to make, again, make the nighttime easier so we're not washing these yep. thousand parts for the bottles after each feeding. Yep. So we had a couple. Because the I, worst thing you want at three in the morning when you're tired is to stick your hand in hot water. Over and over and yep. over again. Yeah. Yep. So we had actually got two packs, three packs of the two, three pack bottles of the Dr. Browns. Um, but they were the ones that were shorter and with the wider nipples. Um, the so big we, oh, yep, yeah, yep. So we opened one of those and it worked. It definitely helped with the flow. The, yeah. because that we went to the it number was a, yeah, one it was setting. a size one nipple. Um, but I feel like they leak. Well, I've noticed. So on the tall, slender nipples, the nipples we're used to, the normal people are used to, um, they are able to latch a little bit onto the thicker part, mm -hmm. like the areola, if you want to go to nipple size. Mm -hmm. But when we go to the wide mouth, all they're sucking onto is the nipple itself. They don't go onto the bigger part because mm -hmm. they can't get their mouth on it. Okay. So it's almost like instead of them sucking with like a wider mouth, mm -hmm. they're sucking just like through a straw. Yep. So needless to say, I think we're going to take the package we haven't opened back yeah. and... Get some regular tall slender bottles. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's my products that i've tried that i ne don't necessarily like and the ones i do but i really do like the other bottles the other dr brown's bottles tall yeah. thin ones except for it's a pain in the ass to clean it is um they don't make any of those like microwavable bags for the dr brown's parts do they? i don't know i haven't looked into it not that it matters but um with that, why did you decide to switch the nipples from the preemie flow to the one, number one flow to the number one flow? Because the preemie flow is a slower flow, okay. so I wanted it was taking it was taking the oh yeah it was taking to like thirty eat. to forty minutes yeah. to do three ounces yeah so that was something I was yeah. not aware of yeah. pre babies that feeding I thought feeding took ten minutes like done yeah no it took forever and it still takes a while it still takes twenty minutes -ish. yeah. Um, but the size one nipples were faster flow and they were ready for them. I mean, yeah. they didn't really need to be on the preemie nipples anymore. The reason they were on those is because they were having some choking issues yep. um, when they were in the NICU. What I will say for the advice is 
if you get nip, like if you get bottles at your shower or if you start registering for bottles, um, get what you get, like get a kind of like what we did is I guess you got a, we got a, I think downstairs we have like every single different type of bottle that target has and babies are us has, but we found that the Dr. Brown's, the speech therapist yeah. while we were in the NICU had us go to the Dr. Brown's and yeah. they might tell you guys that too. Um, and with that, don't open everything. Keep it all closed because you never know what's going to work, what doesn't. Yep. Um, how was it when you, because you returned, because our babies are out of the preemie diapers now. They're up into the newborn diapers. Was it hard exchanging those diapers? No. No. I I actually just went to Target and did it. I'm sure like Walmart or wherever you shop at would do the same thing. But and I'm sure I just it's the went... same with bottles too because they're all kind of the same. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even have those on a registry. I didn't have a receipt or anything. I just told them I wanted to exchange them, and they were fine with that. You gotta, I mean, if your babies are in preemie diapers, you want to make sure that your store sells those preemie diapers because some don't. Um, I will say this too: what brand of diapers do we have right now? uh, The Pampers Swaddlers. Pampers. Do you notice that those tabs sometimes are a little harder to pull out? Yes. I feel like I'm ripping the diaper. Yeah, Come on, Pampers. <laughs> I mean, it's we're only a pound away until we could start using the cloth diapers. Yeah. But I was noticing that last night because we also keep the light in the nursery down when we're changing, which makes it a little challenge. Like, was that a wet wipe or did she just pee on me? But yeah. um, I was like trying to pull up the tab and I think I pulled the inside off. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> it sticks. And once you get the pants on it, it'll all stay up there. Yeah. Well, perfect. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's good. I like that idea of like products we've used because that's something that um, I think we would have taken into account looking at, you know, yeah. before. Because when we were in that parenting class, we liked that little fat bottle. We thought that was the perfect thing. Yeah. It we felt thought that good was the bee's knees. Hands. I'm like, I can hold palm this thing. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter if you can palm it if your baby can't eat on it. So. <laughs> That's true. So, all right. Well, let's uh, wrap this up. I want everyone, if you get a chance, go on to iTunes and rate us a uh, good five stars and give us some um, or five star review and uh, write a review on us. Give us a rating. Stop by our website. We'll probably post some pictures of stuff on there, um, as well as uh, check us out on Facebook, The Twinning Podcast. Um, we'll talk to you again next week. Bye, guys. Thank you.